Welcome to Wheels World, your wheel overall, powered by 3Gen Physical Therapy and Sports Performance Institute. Every week we'll be coming to you with this podcast addressing current events, sports, and mental health. We hope that you sit down with us and listen to the show and maybe you take some useful information from it. And I hope you're having a blessed one. And away we go. Good morning, everybody. I hope you're doing well on this actual Monday morning. Hope your weekend was great. Hope your football teams won. If they didn't, I'm sorry sorry about that, but you got another chance next weekend. Today is a big day. This is one of my actual podcasts I love to do. This is for my football players. And today what we're going to touch on is the transfer portal. Today is the first official day opening of the transfer portal. And we're going to discuss all those different aspects of that today, what that means for a lot of people. And also we're going to talk about last week and what was last week leading up to now. So if you're a football player or you're a football fan, this is the perfect episode to listen to. They're going to get a lot of information in this episode. I'm also going to talk about some of the current events that are coming up with the football landscape for the um, NCAA. That'll be in in another episode. And then we're going to visit some things for high school students um, that can help them. And then I'm going to have my, obviously, my motivational episode. But today's episode is entitled The Transfer Portal. What to do how to do it, what does it mean for you? Today is December the 5th. This is when it has officially opened. For the most part, last week was everybody's opportunity to kind of sort of quote unquote get into the transfer portal. Last week they did exit interviews for a lot of athletes. If anybody's unaware of what an exit interview is, it's basically you get meet with your coaches, your position coaches for the most part, and probably your defense coordinator if you play defense or offense coordinator if you play offense. Talk about the actual year going forward and the year that has just passed. As far as your development, where they see you at, the opportunities you have in the upcoming spring, and then as well as if you have any intentions on transferring. For the most part, most guys who are transferring out, you know, like I talked about in my other podcast, uh, it was talking about the NIL, so it's down the actual list. Please go look at it, search it, pull it up, listen. I really get a good, give you a good overview of what the NIL means for you. Is that when you transfer, not all the time do you transfer up some opportunities present themselves what you do but it's basically about 10 percent of the people who actually come out of the come out of a school and transfer up in this day and age of football you really need to know what's going on if you're going to transfer and here is why the amount of kids that are in the transfer portal this year on this day is two times the amount of kids who was in the transfer portal last year on this day. What does that mean? A lot of you all who are in the transfer portal, I pray this doesn't happen, are probably not going to get out of the transfer portal or go to the place you think you're going to go or want to go. And then lastly, you're not going to probably secure the NIL deal that you probably want to secure. Doesn't mean that some of you all will not. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is it's two times more the amount of people to compete with last year versus this year. I'm going to talk about that trend. I'm going to talk about last week and I'm going to talk about what you probably need to focus on going forward. So let's start with last week, a little bit more detail. I just mentioned it earlier. So when everybody figured out what they're going to do with the exit interviews and talking to their coaches, then you pretty much are already either decided on where you're going to, what you're going to do, 
immediately you're just talking to them and telling them you're about to leave or you're getting ready for the upcoming spring and if so that's cool too but let's talk about the person that's transferring out most likely schools to reach out to you already um NCAA does not do a good job when it comes to regulating that which is fine i don't have an issue with it i'm just giving you the facts when i say regulate i mean tampering most schools are already tampering with guys telling guys they have actual offers and a lot of times it's not always true you know why because they don't know who was going to get in the transfer portal they have targets they're targeting but if somebody jumps in that transfer portal they didn't expect guess what my guy you probably gonna be knocked down the list um so last week is the time where people were just telling the actual schools they're about to leave hey man i'm out of here right the next is that last week was also a big week for nil and people were like, man, what what you mean last week was a big week, week for NIL? Last week was a time where people were getting their NIL deals inked out, right? As well as deciding on how much money they wanted within the NIL deal or trying to bid other NIL people against other NIL people, right? So those things kind of sort of settled. And then after that all settled, you pretty much transition to this week. Now, let me speak on something, man. And I'm going to say this. And some people are going to feel it. Some people are not going to feel it. But I'm going to give you 100. This is 100 for me. I'm cool with athletes getting paid. For sure. Get your money. Get your bag. Don't fumble the bag. But sometimes, a couple of you guys are going for these NIL deals, whatever. Thinking you got some pool. I'm going to be real with you, bro. Like, it doesn't even hit the same as you think it's going to hit. So you need to be realistic about kind of what your, your value is. And some people are, my value is kind of dictated by the market. That's true. But you should already have a good idea of what you're pretty much, quote unquote, worth to the university. Um, and they're going to give you a number and most other schools can give you a number. But here's the other part. A lot of people is banking on the bread that they're getting now. And they're not even thinking about the next level what i mean by that some guys who are transferring to other schools for nil deals that who don't have a pretty much a guaranteed starting spot who's not going to get probably about 75 80 percent of the snaps are really wasting their time if you're only getting about 45 to 55 percent of the snaps at the school you're about to go to even if it's a bigger school it's pointless any nfl scout will tell you if you don't have tape i don't care if you're playing on the moon it does not matter I don't care if you're at Bama, it doesn't matter. You have to have take. So if you had a school that you actually just have about 45 to 50% of the snaps the year, the year you're just leaving out of this past 2022 season, make sure that's probably going to bump up to probably about 60, 65% of the snaps. So more PT. So in essence, a lot of people are going to, go to, are going to go chase the bag, which is cool. Go do that. But you really need to check on, like, what does it look like for you? It's a playing time element because you're getting paid. And I'm not going to talk about the underlying under the table stuff that happened with a lot of NIL deals now in this day and age. I'm going to leave that alone. You have to find that out on your own. But you're getting paid, but your playing time may go down. So the bread is you're getting at the school, whatever, I hope is actually a good deal because a lot of times guys are really taking themselves out of NFL contention. All right. Let's talk about this week. All right, so we're going to this week now. That was last week. This is this week. And this week, there's a lot of movement that's about to happen or happening today. I'm going to kind of sort of paint this picture the best way I can. The transfer portal, excuse me, at NIL is really taking a lot of scholarships from high school players and junior college players. I repeat, 
the transfer portal is taking a lot of scholarships from junior high player, I mean high school players, <coughs> excuse me guys, and actual junior college players. And somebody will ask, well, how how is that the case, right? They have the rule where it's really about the if there's not a cap of 25 scholarships, there's a cap of 85 total scholarships. For anybody who doesn't know, there's about 100 kids on the actual football team in the FBS. 85 of those have scholarships. The other 15 are probably walk-ons or something like that. But that's true. So in essence, you have, quote-unquote, more scholarships, right? Not necessarily. Because your roster has to be capped out at 85. So it's still the same cap, but you may have one or two extra scholarships. But here's the problem, though. Most scholarships initially, before the transfer portal began about two years ago, were for high schoolers and junior college guys for the most part. Nobody really took actually a bunch of transfers. It took about one or two because you had to sit out a whole year when you transfer it out. So most coaches are like, well, if you have two years to play, you transfer out. It means you only have one year for us. Right. So in essence, they're transferring out. It would be a, a younger guy who has three years left. So he'll be out for a year, red shirted. Hopefully that means he has three years remaining or he has three years of eligibility straight up. And he only going to have two years remaining because he got to sit out a whole year. When you pop the transfer portal in that quote unquote number of 25 or 26, 27 scholarships that you may have available diminishes probably about five to 10 scholarships. So now you're really walking around here and you have about 15 to 20 scholarships to offer high school and junior college players. This is where guys screw up at with the transfer portal. And this is how the transfer portal will forever affect high school recruiting and junior college recruiting, where guys are not going to get certain scholarships, not because they're not good enough. It's because college football cares more about winning games than developing players at this point in time in the, in the college football structure. Some schools will still develop guys, but it won't be the same amount of guys being developed anymore. It will be smaller. So it takes away from the kids having opportunity to go to school. So if you're a parent and you listen to this, your child scholarships available in the world of football have decreased about five to 10 scholarships every year. So you will have less opportunity to be able to fulfill um, that spot of being able to play actually at the next level and paying for your schooling. And here's the math. Well, there's, I think there's 128 um, FBS, FBS schools, division one. So if you want to go to division one, now watch this. I'm about to do the math. So that's 128 times 15 scholarships, right? So it's 1,920 scholarships for 128 schools, right? Because you basically knocked it down about five to 10 with the transfer portal. I mean, Ole Miss is 17 transfers this past season. What does that mean? It was eight high schoolers and probably a couple of JUCOs, junior college guys. That really hurts your actual ability to get in school if you come out of high school and plan to play for certain schools. All right. Now, let's do if you have 20 scholarships. Right. So let's clear that. Let's do 128 times 20. Right. That's 2,560. Just by changing it from an actual number of 20 to 15, you literally have lost 640 scholarships. So if you're a high school or junior college guy, you listen to this, your eyes are playing at the FBS Division I level has shrinked 
has shrunk a lot because of the fact that there's not that many scholarships available and coaches are really not even caring about trying to make that difference. So this week, this is the official week of transfer portal week. If you notice, it falls 16 days from signing day of the first signing day period, which is why a lot of scholarships are holding on. A lot of colleges are holding the scholarships until after that period passed. So if you're a player that has some actual talent and be able to be, able to be if the ability to be able to wait past the 21st, you're probably going to get some offers that you never thought you were going to get, or you're probably going to be kind of kind of in a situation where the offers may not ever come if they fill their slots. So when you transfer it out, have a home to go to, okay? Don't just transfer because you're tired of the coach. Transfer because you have opportunities, right? And realize you may have to humble yourself. You may actually have to transfer down a level, all right? Or you may have to transfer laterally to another school. Only about 10% of players are going to transfer up a level, okay? When I say up a level, I mean you're a transfer from... Akron, Akron College or Akron University, the Zips, up to Ohio State. That's an up transfer, right? All right, so let's move on to the last piece and I'm going to get up out of here. The third part of this is understanding that the transfer portal gives players power. But with that power, a lot of players do not, I repeat, do not make great decisions because they don't have great guidance. Because a lot of people who are helping them make decisions are just trying to enjoy the ride. They're not talking about the future ramifications of the transfer portal. And then even transferring out. If you ever transfer out, out of a school, please don't leave the school and, school and post something dumb. Like, you know, they were holding me back or whatever. Dude, if you're from this state and you do that, I'm sorry, man. It's going to be hard for you to get the job you want because a lot of these people in this state are fans of their of those respective schools. And they remember that and they hold on to that. And whether you know it or not, you play football. So as a result, you need to be taking full advantage of all the networking opportunities you can, as well as make sure your scholarship means something. Because only 2 to 5% of you all, I'm being kind of generous with the 5% are going to make it to the NFL and have opportunity to be in the NFL. So some of you all are going to go pro and some else. And that's okay. That's cool. But don't burn a bridge because you upset at the defensive line coach because he said something about, you know, your mother or something. You know, you need to handle him. Don't be attacking the schools. Be smart. Don't fumble the bag. Right? And I'm going to end on this piece. If you're a parent or uncle or aunt or whoever, a mentor or whatever you're doing for the kid, give them good advice. Stop being selfish and wanting them to transfer because the lights are brighter over there and they're not going to play or they don't have any type of good NIL set up. So they're going to actually lose a lot. Give them good advice, people, please. Anyway, I hope with all of that being said, man, I hope your weekend was great. I hope that this podcast helped a lot of the football guys out. I'm going to drop another one like I talked about. We're going to talk about some other stuff in that one. Um, the high schoolers, how to be successful in high school. There's been another one about the football players also where we're going to talk about, you know, some pieces of the transfer portal. Um, one more piece. It's a part. It's a two parts type of deal. But I hope today starts out great for you. And I hope that you all are listening and taking something from this. And I look forward to speaking to you all real soon. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, hope you had a blessed one. I'll catch you in the next one.